What's up, School of Sales podcast? Hey, we announced the speakers for the Sales Girl Summit happening June 12th through the 14th in Alpharetta, Georgia. I want to make sure you get your tickets and do not miss this because, ooh, these speakers are going to bring it down, baby. So let me tell you a little bit about them really quick. We have Miss Megan Hansen. Megan Hansen is the founder of the Metabolism Makeover. Now, why does this matter? Well, first of all, who wakes up thinking that they want to make over their metabolism? Most people aren't thinking that. But Megan has made the metabolism makeover something that people desire to do and has made the metabolism something that people want to work on. A lot of us are selling the things that aren't really sexy, so to speak. We're selling, you got to do the things that people don't necessarily want to do, like wake up early, look at your finances, read, study, get rejected, get told no. Like Megan has mastered the ability to make the unsexy thing become sexy, become cool and desirable. And what's even more amazing about Megan is she teaches metabolism typically. So um, we don't typically hear a lot of her business brain, but she is one of the most impressive business brains I've ever heard. We have Miss Charla Barrett. She is the charisma queen and she's going to talk all about charisma. Now she's personally coached myself and Kat in charisma. Now I want to tell you why charisma is so important and what I've learned from Charla. Charisma is the perfect mixture of warmth and competence. If you're too warm, you can come across really not competent. You can come across maybe even a little bit ditzy. I I hate to say that word, but just a little like too soft, right? Overly competent, you come off too cold and hard to connect with. So having that perfect combination of warmth and competence, that's what makes you irresistible. Think about the word irresistible. It's too powerful to resist. Imagine walking in a room and someone experiencing you and thinking, I simply can't get enough of her, honestly, and I would pay to be in her presence. That's the power of charisma, and Charlie's going to teach us all about that. We have Miss Ashley Brock, who is the marketing queen. She is going to teach us how to really fill a room with the marketing skills combined with sales skills. So if you can fill a room, whether it's a virtual room or if it's an in-person room or a workshop, it is inevitable for you to be successful. Because sometimes it's just a numbers game to be able to get your message in front of more people, to get that exposure. Um, And Ashley has been proven to be able to do that over and over and over again. She filled an in-person conference with like 150 people in the room in like 40 days, which is insane. And then I think she had over 200 people online for that conference. So she was able to fill a room with over 500 people in a very short amount of time. And she's going to teach you all about what that looks like. We have Miss Katie Barbary. Um, Katie is really amazing because she's a service entrepreneur. She teaches Pilates. And this girl has scaled her Pilates studio from one single reformer in a closet to who knows how many reformers and like eight Pilates teachers. But here's what's even more amazing. The freedom that that Katie has is not only having people come and teach at her studio, but she has developed these teachers to do an even better job than her. If you have a team and you have people coaching for you or working under you, you can possibly worry that they don't represent you the way you desire them to represent you, right? Well, Katie has mastered this art of leading people and developing people into a representation of her that she's proud of. And that's where the freedom really comes. Lastly, we have Mr. Myron Golden. I don't have many words for him because it's Myron Golden. Just look him up on YouTube and you'll know what I mean. He is our coach. He is our mentor. When I found Myron, he changed my life just by hearing him talk about business on principles based on the Bible. But what really made me quantum leap 
was experiencing him in person because I ended up getting like a taste of his essence and I got to absorb his essence. And that essence comes from his experience. It comes from his root system, from his wisdom, from him going from the trash man to the cash man. Like that experience alone is what has made me quantum leap, truthfully. And I can't believe that he's going to be on our stage. What? At Sales Girl Summit. And I'm just honored to share him with you in this capacity. Now, what I just shared with you is just a tiny tip of the iceberg of what's going to go down at the Sales Girl Summit. So take a look at the link in the show notes. Got a little bit more detail on the content. I don't really want to give it all away. I want there to be some surprises. So there's a little more detail. And there's also a PDF. If you want your employer to try to pay for this conference, there's a PDF on that page that you're going to be able to download and send to them to hopefully get them to pay for your trip to Sales Girl Summit, baby. I can't wait to see you June 12th through the 14th in Alpharetta, Georgia. Click the link in the show notes to get your ticket and I'll see you at the top, baby. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Loy Day here. It's a special day for me because we're at the in-person this week and today is the second day of the three-day event. And by now, everyone is really thriving and feeling good and doing well and a lot of energy. So it's really a good day. I'm still in this series of The Psychology of Winning, Chapter 8, Positive Self-Discipline. And Dennis Waitley makes a great point about um, you can have all this desire, be motivated with your desire. You can feel controlled and have the expectation to win and and imagine you're going to do it, but you're never going to do it without the self-discipline. The everyday process of doing this to the point that it really changes your mind and changes your habits and changes where you're heading. It takes time and effort. It's not just a, I'm going to think at one time it's going to happen. And he's talking about the real self-discipline, the process of doing this is really in your imagination, it's in simulating, in seeing the place you want to be and simulating yourself being there and doing the activities, creating the, the do factor that helps you get there. Uh, Macy, who has been studying life coaching and studying this a lot, she just set up a, um, a regiment for the students to do during lunch, and, and it's really around this. She said, hey, I want you to set a goal. Put a goal because your mind is like an undisciplined child. It doesn't know which way to go. It's just going every which way. So your mind needs a direction. It needs something to focus on. And she said, set a goal. And then find whatever's in your way, the obstacles, and then sell yourself on how you can accomplish this goal. And Dennis talks about visualize, see it, see yourself there, see yourself doing it, visualize it over and over and over on a regular basis because you're trying to replace this information in your brain, in your mind, that's holding you back. It's the set, the limiting belief stuff that's in there that's come along through our history of when we were born till now we have these thoughts and these beliefs and things in our mind that's holding us back. But the last part here is do. You get your feet on the ground and you start doing these things, moving towards the goal. You may or may not hit the goal, but you know the do things, the things you do in effort to get there, that's the part that changes you. You're doing something every day, and you start believing more in yourself as you just do the things. Back when I was doing the insurance, we would, or started my insurance career, it's the cycle of, of any sales career. You, you have some prospects, and you, you close a few of them out, you miss a few, and then you're sitting there with 
nothing to do, no real prospects. And what we would do is just start calling people. The do thing would be call people, get some appointments, get something going, get moving. And and as you would start that process, the momentum would start building. And sometimes you would get some appointments and close and sell some people that you're working with. Sometimes it would they'd be pushed to later. And sometimes once you started the process, something would come in from left field that you didn't even anticipate. And I always felt like it was that energy, that momentum of doing something would bring the other things around. And then the confidence that builds from that is just phenomenal. So the point of positive self-discipline is getting your mind pointed in that direction and continue to talk to yourself, visualize yourself doing it, visualize yourself being there, see it to start changing your mental picture of who you are, the belief in yourself, and do, do the activities to go along with it to support that. You need both. You need to do the things and to use your mind appropriately at the same time. They did some practice on this with some basketball, with, with a basketball team, they, or maybe three basketball teams. They took three different approaches. One is you're going to practice shooting free throws every day for 10 minutes after practice. The next group is you're going to do nothing, and the third group was you're going to visualize yourself shooting free throws every day after practice for 10 minutes. Now, the group that visualized it but didn't actually shoot the free throws did a little better than the team that, that shot the free throws. The team that didn't shoot nor visualize, of course, did the worst. And, and the point is when you're visualizing shooting the free throws, you're making it every single time. You're making it every time. You're training yourself that I'm making these free throws. That's the power of the visualization, sometimes over just the doing. But you put those two together, and if you're trying something and it doesn't work, all you say is, that's not like me. And then when you try something and it does work, you say, well, that's me. That's the way I do. That is like me. That's like the visualization. I make it every time in visualization. And you tell yourself, yeah, that's like me. That's who I am. The importance of this mind game and what we're doing and pointing our mind in the right direction and then doing the activities that goes with it and then bring the self-worth and self-belief along with you, you create that in yourself by the way you see it and visualize it. The other thing he talks about here, he said, that winners know that their imagination is the greatest tool in the universe. Our imagination is our greatest tool in the universe. That is just amazing, isn't it? Our whole life, the whole thing that we really need to do is pick a direction, have some desire, go in that direction, get your mind thinking about it over and over and over because we move toward our dominant thought, thinking about it over and over and over. Then visualize successfully doing that thing and doing activities that kind of moves and reinforces and gives us some direction and, and, and just gives us confidence that we're doing the activities that do complement the goal or the thing that we're seeking, the direction that we're going. It's just beautiful. It's just a matter of doing it. So he says the way we learn is we have the desire, we gather some information, we have some assimilation, some mental assimilation, seeing it in our mind, and then repeat. We have the desire, we get some information, we visualize it and repeat. And that's something anybody can do. But you need to put the doing the work, doing the things, along with seeing yourself in a positive light and seeing yourself succeeding. 
using self-talk like, of course I can do it. I've practiced this, practiced this mentally a thousand times. Of course I can do it. I've done it over and over and over in my mind. Losers say, how can you expect me to do it? I don't know how. I just finished up having to do a couple of presentations in this in-person. And the difference between practicing and thinking about it and practicing and thinking about it and practicing and thinking about it makes all the difference in the world. Then when you get there, you're prepared, ready to step in and, and do it the way you meant to do it, the way you prepared to do it. And many times I'd sit around and think about it. Here's what it's going to look like. Here's what I'm going to do. But you, But just to think about it, Without doing some effort to prepare for it, I don't think it would have worked out very well. So he said, to win each day, play it like the Super Bowl. Focus your energy on what you are and who you want to be. Focus your energy on who you want to be. See yourself in the future. And this is what he means by positive self-discipline. He means self-discipline by doing the activities, but also your mental rehearsal your mental assimilation, position yourself and valuing yourself of who you are in, in the position you're going to in your next position. You be that person right now in your imagination. <laughs>